0: so welcome back it's boom it's on the blockchain uh, and today we'll be speaking about the difference between cryptocurrency and security tokens liquidity and the kraken bank and how that is changing the digital landscape landscape thanks dave and that's dave rogers just uh, coming in there right now welcome dave thanks for um putting words in the mouth <laughs> Glad to be here. Glad to be here, <laughs> and and not to forget, shit, shit. Are you out there, shit? Glad to be here, also shit. as well. Perfect content strategist, shit. He's helping us drive the content of the podcast going forward. Let's talk about the difference between cryptocurrency and security tokens. Specifically, what you think are the key differences?
1: Well, I think that the key difference in the, the cryptocurrencies that have been out there that kind of led the way out onto the market, things like, like Bitcoin, for example, they're, they're, really, they're not backed by anything substantial. They're actually, Bitcoin itself um, has almost become its own commodity. Um, but, and the difference between something like a Bitcoin uh, and a digital token, which is what we're talking about doing, in, and so they're actually assets, uh, that that token represents. Um, and in our case, it'd be energy assets. And so that's where they define their inherent value. Yeah, and do you, do you want to add something into that as well, Shant?
2: Yes, the iniquity in Bitcoin, um, also the miners that uh, of the Bitcoin that's in circulation of uh, the cryptocurrency of what it basically is, is how much is in circulation and how much some of the key wallet holders That's what drives the circumference price of the Bitcoin versus a digital security is an equity-backed security token that is more in the reference of what you would consider a stock.
0: Yeah, yeah. they're both really good points there. I think playing a lot of Bitcoin to people, it's been around now for 12 years, 2009, Satoshi Nakamoto, nobody nobody actually still knows who this uh, person is. But uh, he developed Bitcoin, developed a blockchain that Bitcoin runs on. But there's only a finite amount of Bitcoin in circulation, as Shep and Dave both said there just now. So what's happened is, as Dave spoke about, is Bitcoin's moved from this technology. So it was a technology that transferred money from A to B anywhere in the world instantaneously. Avoiding banking charges, avoiding government intervention. And then, rather than take like five days to send money across the world uh, through banks and every single bank taking a little bite of the cherry, Satoshi Nakamoto invented was his ability to send it instantaneously and avoiding all these charges. But as they both spoke about, What's happened is Bitcoin's actually developed into being its own commodity. So it's a tech, so it's two things: it's a technology change and its own commodity. Because, you know, the supply limit of Bitcoin is about 21 million Bitcoin. So the reason the price has gone up so much since the start of the year is you've started to get institutional money now investing into Bitcoin. And these are people like Elon Musk was first with 1.5 billion. Dollars worth of Tesla invested into Bitcoin, and that drove the price up. Now they're talking about Netflix, and buying into it. But every day, there's all different types of funds acquiring Bitcoin, and as both Dave and Shep spoke about there is they're acquiring Bitcoin not to sell it, not like the sort of Robin Hood app whereby buy today, sell tomorrow, make a little bit of a profit. It's long-term investment in this commodity. What do you think of that, Dave?
1: Oh, I completely agree. Yeah, it, yeah, it it's amazing. The first thing to market, right? Uh, almost like the first app, you know, that came out on the internet. Um, you know, a bit rough around the edges, but it's it's going to be, you know, it's the workhorse that's, that's bringing everybody in. Uh, and raising awareness about the technology. And now that that's been out there and, and, and doing its thing, it kind of paves the way f- in terms of acceptance uh, in the general public's eye and, and mind uh, for these other applications. They're, you know, they're a little less wary about them. They're, they're more familiar with, with the technology. And so when we come to the table and we start discussing things like digital tokens.
0: See, the difference in what we are doing with these uh, security tokens Because it goes through an SEC transfer agent, essentially, even if you lost your wallet, because you've gone through a KYC, you would get your tokens reissued to you. And then what happens to the old tokens? Well, the old tokens get burned. So what they do is they burn these old tokens. They are no longer in circulation. And then you've got these new tokens and reissue these tokens. And at any one time, the transfer agent is tracking every single token sale that's happening. These new type of security tokens, where when we spoke about Bitcoin being out with government control, these security tokens are within government control. And where Bitcoin's anonymous, these security tokens aren't anonymous. So we know your wallet address, the transfer agent knows your wallet address. And every single token that's transferring back and forward, they know who's actually holding on to those tokens. So, if for any reason you've lost your wallet, you set up a new wallet and we reissue the tokens. And that's a huge difference that people don't really understand yet. And what I think is going to happen is it's going to allow the technology to get adopted so much faster because people are going to feel safer at using something whereby they're not, you know, they see the horror stories in the paper. Some guy had, you know, 80 bitcoins when they were $100 each. Now, you know, they're worth 56,000. So his 80 bitcoins is worth a lot of money and he's lost his wallet address. He can't get it. Disaster. You know that just can't happen with what we're doing. We're on to the the other subject we want to speak about. is the Kraken Bank up in Wyoming. So we'll let you kick off there just now. You know what are the sorts of sorts of services does the Kraken Bank offer? Share
2: the Kraken Digital Bank is also the first of its kind. It was chartered under the American uh, Charter Banking Bankers Association, and the fact is that pays the issuer back in Bitcoin, which I found uh, profoundly interesting as well. And the fact is that the Kraken Bank also offers the demands and the requirements of what the consumers are looking for. Whether it be in, uh, you know, USDPI currencies in their wallets or whether it be anything from Bitcoin to uh, digital IRA, you know, for saving for one's future. And the Kraken Bank, they have uh, their platform is uh, very universal. It is very simplistic and very easy to operate, to maneuver through
1: um, I I think that it I think that it just it completely dovetails with everything we've been talking about. Um, it you know it is the first of its kind to market, but it's it's also again this blend of you know traditional services with the new technological offerings that are out there, and you know we continuously talk on these you know podcasts about transition, and I mean it's what we're all about here too. It's it's bridging that gap between. Uh, fiat currency and and moving folks and getting them into you know a, a you know a, a new zone in terms of the you know the digital support that's there as well and, and getting your interest in you know in Bitcoin and having that option is is just amazing, um, but it, it, again it takes us back to this you know live in the traditional world and, and then dip your toes in and and, and into the digital you know frontier that's coming down the pipe uh, and it's sort of what we're doing here uh with the with the platform right it's allowing folks that have been dealing with traditional energy and traditional financial structures and allowing them new options and new opportunities as we kind of blend and begin to transition into renewable energy and it and that platform gives them that that facility to be able to do that
0: you know, the amazing thing when you're thinking about, you know, Bitcoin at $56,000 means Bitcoin's now got a market cap in excess of $1 trillion. That's how big it is, people. So this is our new style of podcast, not so long as the usual ones, unless we get into politics or religion, and then it could go on for a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so basically, th- thanks again to Dave Rogers.
1: Hey, thanks, Al. It's always a pleasure to be here. Yeah.
0: And thanks again to Shet up in Wyoming. It's a pleasure as well. Thank you very much.
1: Okay, perfect. Thanks
0: very much. You've been listening to Boom It's on the Blockchain. And my name's Alistair Keithness. Thanks very much. Have a nice day.